it's been a few days since we last kind of did a recording and it's been the reason that's been a very long journey we have finally made it into moldova we're in a town called balti which is the second biggest city in moldova and now plan to head to the south but it's been a very long journey with mixed emotions and mixed experiences on thursday we left the the previous town in the, from the previous podcast and headed toward the town of insight on the western side of ukraine uh, the journey was incredibly long. It should have taken us about like, four hours, four and a half hours, according to the GPS. We drove for 13 and a half hours. Uh, the checkpoints were continuous. The traffic was awful to the point where people would just get out of their cars every time the car stopped, knowing they'd be there for a while just to stretch their legs. Um, and at these checkpoints, sometimes you'd be asked to present your passport, Sometimes they would check the boot, but generally they would just let cars through kind of one by one. And each checkpoint was different as well. Some of them had uh, quite heavily armed soldiers. Others had clearly volunteers with um, whatever weapons they, they may have in their home, mostly for shoot for hunting rather than for war. But it was still a constant sight. And you'd get stretches of road where you could put your foot down and drive comfortably, but no, the majority of it was was caught up in traffic, which probably counted for seventy five percent of the time of travel. Um, on arrival in Vinitsai, we were welcomed to the to a hotel on the outskirts of the city um, by an absolutely lovely host. We arrived late at night, about eleven o'clock, and she immediately offered us food for free. She had a room prepared for the four of us, which you know, was an absolute godsend given the given the journey we'd had and. Uh, there was breakfast prepared in the morning, lunches, dinners available. And during the next day, we decided to stay for two nights. During the next day, we decided to rest a bit and get our energy back, really. Um, and during that time, we were able to go to the pharmacy to get a few things, as well as fill up on petrol, which is something that throughout has been notoriously difficult to do. Um, often petrol stations have limits of about 20 litres or less, or they just don't have the the fuel available so we were lucky to be able to fill up the tank as well as the jerry can um in preparation for the next leg of the journey towards the border when leaving Vinitsai, we heard that the airport had been bombed um about an hour or so after we left so you know again it was quite a harrowing thought that we'd been so close to where uh, bombing bombing had happened before where previously it hadn't and again we kind of felt lucky in a way that we'd just managed to avoid it um and then again the journey was a very long one we were heading towards the border and when we arrived kind of at the town separating the border there was a a, a massive queue about two kilometers or so of cars and you kind of see the best and worst of people in these situations of people trying to cut ahead of the queue who for whatever reason don't think that they should wait and then you've got people who are volunteering, handing out free tea and food and, you know, just making sure people are as comfortable as possibly as they possibly can be. Um, in total, we waited five hours at one point to cross a bridge um, due to there being twists in the road as well as a checkpoint, uh, in fact, two checkpoints where they did check the boots, they checked passports and stuff and they gave the cars a thorough check. My me being British did raise some eyebrows. They asked my 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 Ukrainian partner to ask her a few questions about me. For example, do I speak Ukrainian? Do I understand Ukrainian? Or do I have a Ukrainian passport? 
that's mostly because a lot of Ukrainian men who are not allowed to leave the country are trying to pretend to be foreigners or are trying to do that in a way of getting outside of um, of Ukraine. But we were able to pass through successfully. We got to Moldova. Again, the border crossing, They uh, some people asked about me being Ukrainian and or if I had a Ukrainian passport, but everything was okay in the end and we were able... When crossing into the Moldovan border, there was a tent kind of waiting for refugees who and they immediately offered us tea and, and pasta as a kind of a welcome into the country and again it was made the, the the one of the guys who were helping the volunteers helping uh refugees was saying you know it's better not to speak ukrainian they hate ukrainians because they come to moldova and they they treat the country poorly the police will look out for Ukrainian number plates in order to give them a fine, which later turned out to be true because we got fined for speeding despite the car ahead of us going a lot faster than we were. But we we were welcomed to the country and they explained speaking Russian or English is okay here, but just avoid Ukrainian. And we arrived into Moldova about 10 o'clock at night and an hour and a half drive later, we arrived into the second biggest city. We checked two hotels both of which were fully booked mostly with Ukrainian travelers but luckily we met the most amazing police force who not only pointed us in direction but drove us to a church where volunteers were preparing beds for people they gave us beds for for the night with in our own room so we're all together still as well as food um, and a bathroom so we've been incredibly lucky and incredibly blessed throughout our journey and Obviously, our thoughts go to the people who are less fortunate, whether they're still traveling. We know a lot of people who are still traveling. My partner's been constantly giving travel advice, updates, etc. But we we are lucky and we are we are thankful that we've found our way to Moldova and now we can continue our journey. Mm-hmm.